George Herbert. Discipline, throw away thy rod, throw away thy wrath. O oh my God, take the gentle path. For my heart's desire unto thine is bent. I aspire to a full consent. Nor a word or look I affect to own, but by book and thy book alone. Though I fail, I weep, though I halt in peace, yet I creep to the throne of grace. Then let wrath remove, love will do the deed, for with love, Stony hearts will bleed. Love is swift of foot, loves a man of war and can shoot and can hit from far. Who can escape his bow? That which wrought on thee, brought thee low, needs must work on me. Throw away thy rod, though man frailties hath. Thou art God, throw away thy wrath. <coughs> Decay. Sweet were the days when thou didst lodge with Lot, struggle with Jacob, sit with Gideon, advise with Abraham. When thy power could not encounter Moses' strong complaints and moan, thy words were then, let me alone. One might have sought and found thee presently at some fair oak or bush or cave or well, is my God this way? No, they would reply. He is to Sinai gone. As we heard tell, list, ye may hear great Aaron's bell. But now thou dost thyself immure and close in some one corner of a feeble heart, where yet both sin and Satan, thy old foes, do pinch and straighten thee and use much heart to gain thy thirds and little part. I see the world grows old when as the heat of thy great love once spread is in an urn, doth close it up itself and still retreat, cold sins still forcing it till it return, and calling justice all things burn. <clears throat> Employment. If as a flower dost spread and die, thou wouldst extend me to some good, before I were by frost's extremity nipped in the bud. The sweetness and the praise were thine, but the extension and the room, which in thy garland I should fill, were mine at thy great doom. For as thou dost impart thy grace, the greater shall our glory be, the measure of our joys is in this place, the stuff with thee. Let me not languish then and spend a life as barren to thy praise, as is the dust to which that life doth tend, but with delays. All things are busy, only I neither bring honey with the bees, nor flowers to make that, nor the husbandry, to water these. I am no link of thy great chain, but all my company is a weed. Lord, place me in thy consort. Give one strain to my poor reed.
confession. Oh, what a cunning guest is this same grief. Within my heart I made closets, and in them many a chest. And like a master in my trade, in those chests, boxes, in each box a till. Yet grief knows all and enters when he will. No screw, no piercer can into a piece of timber work and wind as God's afflictions into man. When he a torture hath designed, they are too subtle for the subtlest hearts and fall like rooms upon the tenderest parts. We are the earth and they like moles within us heave and cast about until they foot and clutch their prey. They never cool, much less give out. No smith can make such locks, but they have keys. Closets are halls to them, and hearts highways. Only an open breast doth shut them out, so that they cannot enter, or if they enter cannot rest, but quickly seek some new adventure. Smooth open hearts no fastening have, but fiction doth give a hold and handle to affliction. Wherefore my faults and sins, Lord, I acknowledge, take thy plagues away, for since confession pardon wins, I challenge here the brightest day, the clearest diamond, let them do their best, they shall be thick and cloudy to my breast. <clears throat> Giddiness. Oh, what a thing is man, how far from power, from settled peace and rest. He is some twenty several men at least, each several hour. One while well he counts of heaven as of his treasure, but then a thought creeps in and calls him coward who for fear of sin will lose a pleasure. Now he will fight it out, and to the wars now ate his bread in peace. And smudge in quiet, now he scorns increase, now all day spares. He builds a house which quickly down must go, as if a whirlwind blew and crushed the building, and it's partly true, his mind is so. Oh, what a sight were man if his attires did alter with his mind, and like a dolphin's skin his clothes combined with his desires. Surely if each one saw another's heart, there would be no commerce, no sale or bargain pass. All would disperse and live apart. Lord, mend or rather make us. One creation will not suffice our turn. Except thou make us daily, we shall spurn our own salvation. <clears throat> the Posy Let wits contest, and with their words and posies windows fill, less than the least of all thy mercies is my posy still. This on my ring, this by my picture, in my book I write, whether I sing or say or dictate, this is my delight. Invention rest, comparisons, 
Go play, wit, use thy will, unless than the least of all God's mercies is my posy still. A parody, soul's joy when thou art gone, and I alone, which cannot be, because thou dost abide with me, and I depend on thee. Yet when thou dost express the cheerfulness of thy abode, and in my powers not stir abroad, but leave me to my load. Oh, what a damp and shade doth me invade, no stormy night can so afflict or so affright as thy eclipsed light. O oh Lord, do not withdraw, lest want of awe make sin appear. And when thou dost but shine less clear, say that thou art not here. And then what life I have, while well, sin doth rave and falsely boast, that I may seek but thou art lost, thou and alone thou knowest. Oh, what a deadly cold doth me enfold. I half believe that sin says true, but well I grieve thou comest and dost relieve. The Elixir. Teach me, my God and King, in all things thee to see, and what I do in anything to do it as for thee. Not rudely as a beast to run into an action, but still to make thee prepossessed, and give it his perfection. A man that looks on glass, on it may stay his eye, or if he pleaseth, through it pass, and then the heaven espy. All may of thee partake. <coughs> Nothing can be so mean, which with his tincture, for thy sake, will not grow bright and clean. A servant with this clause makes drudgery divine, who sweeps a room as for thy laws, makes that and the action fine. This is a famous stone that turneth all to gold, for that which God doth touch and own cannot for less be told. A wreath. A wreathed garland of deserved praise, of praise deserved unto thee I give. I give to thee who knowest all my ways, my crooked winding ways wherein I live, wherein I die, not live, for life is straight. Straight as a line and ever tends to thee, to thee who art more far above deceit than deceit seems above simplicity. Give me simplicity that I may live, so live in like that I may know thy ways. Know them and practice them. Then shall I give for this poor wreath, give thee a crown of praise. <clears throat> death, death thou wast once an uncouth, hideous thing, nothing but bones, the sad effect of sadder groans. Thy mouth was open, but thou couldst not sing. For we considered thee, as at some six or ten years hence, after the loss of life and sense, flesh being turned to dust and bones to sticks. 
we looked on this side of the shooting short where we did find the shells of fledged souls left behind. Dry dust which sheds no tears but may extort. But since our Savior's death did put some blood into thy face, thou art grown fair and full of grace. Much in request, much sought for as a good, for we do now behold thee gay and glad as at doomsday when souls shall wear their new array, and all thy bones with beauty shall be clad. Therefore we can go die asleep, and trust half that we have unto an honest, faithful grave, making our pillows either down or dust. <clears throat> Doomsday, come away, make no delay, Summon all the dust to rise, till it stir and rub the eyes, while this member jogs the other, each one whispering, Live you, brother? Come away, make this the day, dust alas, no music feels, but thy trumpet then it kneels, as peculiar notes and strains cure tarantules raging pains. Come away, O oh, make no stay, let the graves make their confession, lest at length they plead possession. Flesh's stubbornness may have read that lesson to the grave. Come away, thy flock doth stray, some to winds their body lend, and in them may drown a friend. Some in noisome vapours grow to a plague and public woe. Come away, help our decay, man is out of order hurled, parceled out to all the world. Lord, thy broken consort raise, and the music shall be praise. <clears throat> Judgment. Almighty judge, how shall poor wretches brook thy dreadful look, able a heart of iron to appall when thou shalt call for every man's peculiar what others mean to do, I know not well, yet I hear tell that some will turn thee to some leaves therein, so void of sin, that they in merit shall excel. But I resolve when thou shalt call for mine that to decline, and thrust a testament into thy hand, let that be sconed. There thou shalt find my faults are thine. Heaven. Oh, who will show me those delights on high? Echo, I. Thou, Echo, thou art mortal, all men know. Echo, no. And are there any leaves that still abide? Echo, bide. Wert thou not born among the trees and leaves? Echo, leaves. What leaves are they? Impart the matter holy, echo, holy. Are holy leaves the echo then of bliss? Echo, yes. Then tell me what is that supreme delight? Echo, light. Light to the mind, what shall the will enjoy? Echo, joy. But are there cares in business with the pleasure? Echo, leisure. 
light, joy, and leisure, but shall they persevere? Echo, ever. <clears throat> Love. Love bade me welcome, yet my soul drew back, guilty of dust and sin. But quick-eyed love, observing me grow slack from my first entrance in, drew nearer to me, sweetly questioning if I lacked anything. A guest, I answered, worthy to be here. Love said, you shall be he. I, the unkind, ungrateful? Ah, my dear, I cannot look on thee. Love took my hand and smiling did reply, who made the eyes but I. Truth, Lord, but I have marred them. Let my shame go where it doth deserve. And know you not, says love, who bore the blame? My dear, then I will serve. You must sit down, says love, and taste my meat. So I did sit and eat. Finney. Glory be to God on high and on earth. Peace, goodwill towards men. The Convert if ever tears did flow from eyes, if ever voice was hoarse with cries, if ever heart was sore with sighs, now, let now my eyes, my voice, my heart strive each to play their part. My eyes from whence these tears did spring, where treacherous sirens used to sing, shall flow no more until they bring a deluge on my sensual flame, and wash away my shame. My voice it oft with foolish lays, with vows and rants and senseless praise, frail beauty's charms to heaven did raise. Henceforth shall only pierce the skies in penitential cries. My heart that gave fond thoughts their food, to now averse to all that's good, the temple where an idol stood, henceforth in sacred flames shall burn and be that idol's urn. A paradox. Then the sick, that the sick, are in a better case than the whole. You who admire yourselves because you neither groan nor weep and think it contrary to nature's laws to want one ounce of sleep, your strong belief acquits yourselves and gives ye sick all grief. Your state to ours is contrary that makes you think us, us poor. So black moors think us foul and we are quit with them and more. Nothing can see and judge of things but mediocrity. The sick are in themselves a state, which health hath not to do. How know ye that or tears proceed from woe, and not for better fate, since that mirth hath her waters also, and desired bath? How know ye it, <clears throat> ye sighs we send, 
for want of breath precede, not for excess, and therefore we dispend, we, and therefore we dispend that which we do not need. So trembling may as well shew inward warbling as decay. Ceasing to judge calamities by outward form and shew, but view yourselves and inward turn your eyes, then you shall fully know that your estate is of ye too, ye far more desperate. You're all, you always fear to feel those smarts which we but sometimes prove. Each little comfort much affects our hearts, none but gross joys you move. Why then confess your fears and number more, your joys are less. <clears throat> then for yourselves, not us embrace, plaints to bad fortune do. For though you visit us and plaint our cause, our case, we doubt much whether you come to our bed to comfort us or to be comforted. The envoy, shone on, may struck soul abide, like David's tree planted beside the Flemish rivers. In the end thy fruit shall with their drops contend. Great God will surely dry those tears, which now ye moist land to thee bears. Then shall thy glory fresh as flowers in water kept, maugre the powers, of devil, Jesuit, and Spain, from Holland sail into the main. Thence, wheeling on, it compass shall, this our great sublunary ball, and with that ring thy fame shall wed eternity into one bed. Thank you. That's George Herbert Elizabethan.